Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Basketball Leadership Podcast. Here are your hosts, Steve Collins and Greg Berg. Hey, Coach. Welcome to the Basketball Leadership Podcast. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Before we jump into our topic today, I'd like to give a big shout out, first of all, to Coach Berg's website gberg g-b-e-r-g-e dot gumroad.com it's got all sorts of free resources things that you can use um like the 300 hour club um, an off-season development program the preseason checklist all sorts of great things and there's some things you can buy as books those books are awesome you can buy the ios everything you need is over there go over and check it out um and then go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's everything you need, everything I would have wanted in my 20s and 30s. Um, you know, it's got handouts, it's got printouts, it's got uh, videos. It's it, it will walk you through this journey we call coaching, um, and hopefully, you know, like like my story, take a, a losing a losing team into a winning team. Um, so go over and check that out, and let's head off to the podcast. Uh, all right, welcome to the Basketball Leadership Podcast. Now, um, the, the today's topic, when they looked at this coach, is like, this is like, this could be a sick, I mean, I, I haven't even eaten dinner yet, so I got to go eat dinner. This could be a really long talk, <laughs> but we're going to condense it. So we're going to try to make it 10, 15 minutes. So the, today's topic is, what is culture? Yeah, and define this? again, and it's the same thing with leadership, where we really try to take something incredibly complex. How do you simplify it for kids? How do you simplify it for other people? I'm a high school principal. I'm a varsity basketball coach. Um, culture in our school, culture on our team, it's something that's really important uh, to me. And so, and then, you know, both of us are math teachers. We got to simplify really complex things for kids. How do you simplify it? So I simplified it three ways. I said culture, and it's not sitting in a circle, kumbaya stuff that a lot of people think culture is. Culture is number one. I view it as what do you allow? Okay. As a coach, what do you allow? 
Um, as a principal, what do I allow? Do we allow kids to show up late to practice? Do we uh, allow them to skip reps? Do we allow them to go half speed? I mean, every single decision we make, we're either allowing something to happen or we're not. Okay. You got to think about what's important to you. Um, and I got a story with that in a little bit. Secondly, culture is what you emphasize. Okay. Can't emphasize everything. I, I was a young coach. We had 10 defensive principles that I was going to, you know, I mean, it was on the line, up the line. It was, I mean, it was Dick Bennett. I had it all. I mean, gosh, kids don't remember all that. You got to simplify it. I've narrowed it down to three things. I teach defense. It's seriously, it's no paint, contest, rebound. There you go. Um, Obviously we break it down. We go more in depth with drills and stuff, but I want to simplify and um, what we want. And the same things with culture. What do you emphasize? What's important for us? They hear all the time, no deposit, no return. I want positive energy givers and team first kids. That's I, I feel if I have kids that um, think everything is earned on our team, kids that bring positive energy every day and kids that are team first, if we do those three things, we're going to be pretty good. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's what they hear from me all the time. And then lastly is cultures every day. Like you don't just get a culture and then you're like, ah, oh, we're good now. I mean, these are high school kids. They are constantly trying to manipulate that culture with decisions they make. Every single decision we make is helping uh, either hurt or help our culture. And I think coaches really, we lose sight of that. Um, Think about what you allow, what you emphasize and doing it each and every day. Um, I'll give you an example. I was a 21 year old college kid. I was coaching at our varsity football team in, in Winona, Minnesota. I was helping out. I was a quarterback coach helped with the offense, but I was 21 years old. Um, all season long, this this running back who was a D2 running back uh, was late getting into a stance, okay? And I never said anything. I'm 21 years old. I just didn't feel it was my place. It bothered me. It annoyed me. And I'm like, this is going to come back and bite us. This is going to come back and bite us. I didn't say anything. Um, we get to the section championship game. We're marching uh, down to score. I think we're down like four points. We're on the like four yard line. It's fourth and one. And what happens? He's late getting into his stance. Damn. He's a little tired. Legal procedure, penalty. We don't get it. We don't go. And that defined me as a coach because I, I'm like, if I would have said something to him, to a coach, to whatever, and we corrected that, that doesn't happen, but we allowed it. And so that created the culture because we allowed it. We allowed it. We allowed it. And it hurt us. So what you allow is ultimately going to define your team and your season. So again, culture, what do we allow as coaches? What do we emphasize? What's important to you? And then we got to do it each and every day. I think, I think as a, I'm a math teacher, but I think, I think the word culture, like I think, uh, you know, the American culture, the native American culture, I think of, um, I think of that and it's like, what, what is everything built on? You know, it is built on customs. It's built on traditions. It's built on habits. It's built on, you know, the, the formal dev it's a social group. Like these, you know, there's a red light, you stop. Like that is the norm that's expected. It's the cultural thing that we have built into it. Um, so I always think of culture like that. And like, I think we've won for 25 years because, we didn't have a winning culture. I had to bring in some, it had some difficult years early. 
but I had to build in some expectations about, um, you know, you know, we, we run on Lambo time. And if people don't know what Lambo time is, the clock at Lambo is 15 minutes um, off. So yeah. you should, if, if I say five o'clock, you're there at four 45 because we run yeah. on Lambo time, be there early, then we can get going and get out. Um, but there's just expectations. Like last week we were talking about how I handled checkouts and things like that. Yep. Literally, I can guarantee you, and it might be Coach Collins a little OCD, there is nothing in our program that I have not thought about, that we do not have a custom, an expectation, uh, how we handle it, how we do water breaks, how we get on the bus, how we do pregame, how, where we sit. I mean, everything, because part of that is kids like that. They like the warmth that comes with, a this is the way things are done and i know it i might not always agree with it um yeah. but it's there's a you know it's like you said there, there's there's a, it's expectations. What it's expectations it's emphasizing it's um and when kids don't have that they don't they don't uh, i have noticed as a teacher for a really long time they don't like it they they will they might complain but they like that sense of here is our group um you know and here's how we kind of do things i don't they I mean, want kids yeah. and we learned this with covid right kids want routine kids want discipline kids need habits and school gives them that yes <laughs> good coaches and good teams give them that and you can go into a classroom i can go into a classroom in two minutes know if there's good rules or routines and procedures and, and habits in that classroom it's no different than what you just said and, and being a coach like you can go into a practice and you know exactly what you're dealing with. I mean, it all comes down to routines, procedures, habits, expectations, and then following through with those each and every day. I'll give you a story. So maybe in the last five or seven years. So first of all, being it, I'm tired when I walk into practice some days, but imagine kids they are, they're, they're trying to keep it together. They're, they're in social interactions. They have expectations from their parents. They have expectations from their teachers. They got to go from second hour to third hour. They got to figure out where they're going to eat lunch and where they're going to go to the bathroom. It's very stressful. It's very like yeah. whether they want to admit it or not, it is. It's a stressful yep. kind. So we we do our pre-practice and then we do um, some visualization and we literally meet in the middle circle every day and we talk and then we do about a minute meditation where I tell them to, and I, one of my coaches runs this and I just leave that, leave that up behind for the next hour and a half, two hours. And then we're going to go have some fun and we're going to get better. And we're going to go beat so-and-so on Friday and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there was one day last year. I don't remember that. I forgot. I, we, I was just distracted. I was dealing with the managers and da, 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 da. And so all of a sudden I was going into the drills and they said, stop coach. We have not done that. They wanted to do, they wanted to de, you know, desensitize, get kind of centered so they gathered me back into it. It's like, no, that's yep. not what we do. Here you go. It's like, oh, sorry. I, yep, I, I was distracted. Sorry, Coach Olsen, take over, blah, blah, blah. And we did it. And then yep. it's like, boom. At that point, I think we lost one or two games. I could just, you know, part of it was we had to drive to Florida and back in a coach bus because the <laughs> plane got canceled. But there's other things that brought us together too. But, you know, those kind of things, it's like, you know, when they when they call you on it, that that, that culture is there for you. Um and I, I would agree the same. We've had tons of success in our program like you have. And I, I bet you would say the same thing. Uh, people ask it's culture and leadership, player leadership. I mean, you need player led teams and you need a good culture to consistently win. 
And that doesn't mean you're not going to have down years, but you overcome them with a good culture and, you know, you, you rally from that. And we've been incredibly fortunate um, for a long, long time. And it, it really comes down to those two things. And you know what I noticed this? So I, 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 I've, this is my 26 year. I've had one losing season, which was my first season. And then, then when we, we came out of COVID, so we didn't have a season um, uh, in 2020, 21, we did not have a season. The entire season was canceled. And where I noticed it was that following year. It's mm-hmm. because I had a reestablish. I mean, I'd built 20 years of state championships and this is what it- I had a literally reset. It took me an entire year to reset. It was That's crazy. why culture is every day, right? It is, but I didn't have them. I didn't have them in school. I didn't see them. We did Zooms, but Zooms are Zooms. No. Oh. Um, they didn't know me. I didn't know them. There was no trust. It's like, so that was, again, a stats teacher, but that was my, that was my, experiment is like holy crud like and now i finally feel like we're back to maybe pre-covid right now we'll see after this year but i think we're maybe culturally back to where we were and that took two years (laughs) every principal i've talked to has said the same thing like this is the first year that we feel things back to normal and it you can lose and that's culture that's why culture is every day on our teams it's every day because it, it, I mean, look at what COVID did. It's a perfect example. Your story is a great example. You built this culture for 20 some years. You had to reestablish it because you didn't get a season with your kids. I know. I still feel bad, so bad. I still so so bad for that group. All right. Anything else on culture, coach? I think that was a, a good summary. All right. Good. Till next week. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.